this one's kind of kooky. I've been meaning to bring it up for a couple times. I've even thought about writing a blog post, and I'm like, you know, a kooky topic like this deserves unscripted. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 141 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, for this very special Deep Night Unscripted, is the one and only Corporal of Custom Headwear, Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? Oh, man, I'm, I am doing... You know what? I was about to say I'm doing well. That's not true. I am a little bit under the weather. I'm fighting through a little bit of a cough and cold, but you know what? Mama Hossman didn't raise no wussy, so I am here. I'm battling through, and I'm having a cocktail. So what else would Deep Night Unscripted be without a cocktail? How about you? Well, I'm doing great. I'm on the road, as you know. I've been in Texas uh, attending the promo marketing power meetings, which has been great. Cool. Um, So you mentioned you're drinking a cocktail. Um, Let's talk about that in a minute. But before we talk about that, I'd love to talk about why I called you the Corporal of Custom Headwear. Do you want to know why? I called you the Corporal of Custom Headwear, Kirby. I, I, I'm super pumped about this promotion, so yes, tell me about that. Because I want to know, have you checked out Bam Bam's Custom Headwear program? I actually have checked it out because they did some of the swag for SKUCon, and it was awesome. Yeah, they did, as you know. And, and you know, I know, but maybe our audience doesn't know. They do fully custom caps, and they're going to be designed. They can do it by Bam Bam's, or you can design them if you have that type of talent, and a lot of people do. But they're going to be delivered to your customer in 30 days or less from sample approval. Fully custom. That's 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 everything. It's amazing, isn't it? So stocker custom, let Bam Bams be your first and dare I say only thought. When it comes to custom headwear. I love it. And and you know what? The reality of it is, and you and I talk about this a lot, they're, the, the folks at Bam Bams, I just like dealing with them. They're good folks, and that always makes you know a great product, a great service, even better when you're dealing with great people. Uh, great people, and, and we talk about this. You know, we, we actually get quite a few people who want to sponsor this podcast, and, and one of the things I'm always very clear on is I want to make sure that they're, they're people I can relate to, that you can relate to, I feel like our audience can relate to. And the most important thing is that they care. Yeah. And Bam Bams cares. Yeah, Bam Bams sure. absolutely cares. Um, yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. All right. So are you ready to light this candle? I, and I'm actually going to need to. It's fairly dark in here. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's a sexy deep night unscripted with Kirby Hassan. Kirby, what are you drinking tonight? You said I know you're feeling a little under the weather. Yeah. I know you've had a, an ass full of winter. I have. What are you what are you enjoying this evening? Um I've this is a new one from Great Lakes. I really enjoy the Great Lakes Brewery in Cleveland. This is mm-hmm. the Great Lakes IPA that I'm trying tonight. I'm using it for medicinal purposes. It's trying to yep. uh, kind of get rid of my cough and cold. You know, that's actually been my uh, strategy with colds. You know, a lot of people take a lot of vitamin C, stuff like that. I just drink beer until I can't remember having a cold. So mm-hmm. Great Lakes IPA for me. Awesome. I am enjoying the lovely Seersucker Southern Style Gin, which I have. a. I love the gin. Yes, you do. Uh, so it's a gin and tonic, but I'm using Fever Tree Elderflower Gin and Tonic to <laughs> uh, enjoy my cocktails. Hold on. Can wow. you hear that? Yeah, I can. Does that sound yummy? Uh, sure. 
It's <laughs> yummier than it sounds, Kirby. I love it. It's it's probably yummier than the word seersucker sounds. So yeah. Hey, uh, I'm sorry. It's great packaging, and it. I will tell you, for a a medium line gin, it's a fabulous gin. And cool. I, I've also, by the way, enjoyed Great Lakes Brewing. They do have some wonderful uh, beers. So yeah. cool deal. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers as well. All right. Do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Um. Go ahead. You go ahead. And start. Okay. So. I assume you're in front of your computer. I am. And I hope our listeners are as well. So we're going to do something a little different today. Okay. I want you to type in this website. It is thispersondoesnotexist.com. And go ahead and uh, open up that page, if you would, Kirby, and let me know when you have that done. Okay. This is new. All right. One second. And enter. The Industry's First Interactive Podcast. Okay. Okay. I'm seeing something. You see, you see a person, right? I do, yes. So if you just hit the refresh button on your browser, and you're going to see another person. Okay. Right? And do it a couple times. They're just people, right? Uh, yes. Okay. All of those people were created by artificial intelligence. They are not real people. <laughs> okay. Which is very interesting to me. So, so explain so, that yeah. to me. So I, what do I look like? An expert in artificial intelligence? <laughs> Um, no, so artificial intelligence has taken information that's been given to the computer and created these people out of nowhere. These people do not exist. And what's very interesting is they look damn real. Oh, it's man. almost creepy. Yeah. Uh, how how real these people look. I just keep um, hitting refresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. And so the the reason I wanted you and our audience to kind of look at that yeah. is artificial intelligence is absolutely um, impacting the world we live in, okay. right? Clearly. So a lot of these images, uh, one, of the, one of the concerns is these types of images are used for marketing purposes. Um, a hotel that maybe doesn't look like exactly what you think it is because the artificial intelligence created something so realistic. A cruise ship, same type of thing. And, and what I wanted to ask you, Kirby, okay. from a promotional products perspective, how do you feel artificial intelligence is impacting what we do in terms of promotional marketing, mm-hmm. in terms of experiential marketing? Okay. Where do you see artificial intelligence impacting our industry? And I'm not sure it is yet, but mm. uh, it clearly it's on the way. I mean, th- this, is, this site blows my mind. Yeah, I will say it's it. So I'm sitting here and I just keep hitting refresh. And then, like as you started asking me the question, I'd like close my eyes so I could concentrate on what you're saying right. because it's so creepy. Like literally, creepy. Terminator style shit here. This is like, like these are if this is not real people, this is mind blowing. So really cool. I know. Um, I know. So back to your question though, is how yeah. is it? How is it? I think that there are some places where we could talk about how AI is uh, probably impacting the industry now, but where I see it happening, um, and I actually had a a great conversation with Paul Kiwi about this um, Uh about six months ago or something, about the idea that, you know, I I see AI taking some of the things that we think we're so special about in our industry and being Mm -hmm. able to replace that. Because the reality of it is, AI can ask, you can create a series of questions that could very automatically, okay, what's the event for? What's your budget? Who are you trying to reach? What's, right. you know, and, and literally filter people down to go, okay, here are three options that are between three and five dollars that would fit, that could be delivered in the timeline that you want. Um, I think that that's actually not, that's, 
like not five years off. That's Mm -hmm. nine months off. You know what I mean? Like that's not far. And I think that's one of those things that I think many of us as distributors feel like, oh, well, we, there's no way you could replace us because, you know, I asked these special questions. I don't know that that's true. Mm -hmm. And so that's where, and I don't know that that's a long-term answer to your question, but I think that's a legit short-term answer that will, that's going to happen sooner rather than later. I agree. So as you, you know, and I, again, I hope our audience is actually going to this website and is creeped out as mm-hmm. both of us are, dude. Um, because it, it's, it's disturbing, but yet you can't look away. <laughs> dude, I keep thinking I'm seeing somebody I know. <laughs> I know, but here's where I think artificial intelligence will really impact our industry, at least at first. And I think it's product design. Okay. I think you'll be able to if put information into uh, a computer, and, you know, and, and, and the artificial intelligence will start gathering that information, given the parameters it's been given, and I think it will really impact product design. Okay, you know, because because one of the things artificial intelligence seems to know as you feed it information, right? It gets smarter. Mm-hmm. It's just like the um, I, I, it was a big blue that beat Gary oh, yeah. Kasparov in uh, chess, right? Right. The more information you give it, the faster it learns, and so on and so forth. So. I think it will impact product design first in terms of how we procure, from a supplier perspective, how we procure promotional products. Yeah, I, okay. really, I really see that happening, where it's going to start thinking for us, right? Mm, yeah. Um, it's a little concerning. Um, I don't know if it's bad or good, I, but here's the other question I have, Kirby. Okay. Unless you, did you have anything to add before I jump to a quick side question? No, go ahead and throw it at me. When do these computers become self-aware, like in the Terminator? <laughs> and no, and I'm joking. I'm not joking, actually. So here's one of the things I worry about. So artificial intelligence, you know, we, we, we are all more reliant on computers than ever, right? right? You and I grew up in an era where I remember maps and folding maps yeah, and having right. to navigate before I left. And then, you know, now we all have it on our phones. We don't have to think about where we're going. We right. don't have to. Th- it does it for us. Mm-hmm. If we put in the parameters to, let's say, robots that are now doing surgery because they're precise, there's no human error, and we say, we need you to cure cancer, Hmm. and the way they decide to cure cancer, well, eliminate the humans, because if you eliminate (laughs) the humans, there's no cancer, and and I I do think that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy, but I do worry that our reliance on computers is a little concerning. So when when does the when is Judgment Day, Kirby? Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know that I'm quite quite as dark on, on this as you, but I would say <laughs> it's deep night unscripted. I'm yeah, way dark. Yeah, it's the least surprising thing that's happened tonight, right? Uh, <laughs> but one of the things I would say is I think what it makes me do honestly mm-hmm. when I start thinking about this is I'm like, okay, yeah. how can I get ahead of it? How can right. I think about it? Not the Judgment Day stuff. I know, but I more like the, it, but. but more like the, okay, how do I build that into my website? Can I create or can I work right. with someone who could create something like that? And I think that there are real opportunities for people. I mean, the one, um, Eric Granada comes to mind. Yes. You know, someone who's like, dude, I, Eric is probably sitting listening to this right now, going, um, "Guys, I've already done this, and uh, it's well, it's actually web- working on you." Yeah, right this website's probably his. Yes, right. Um, no, and I'm joking about the Judgment Day thing. I really don't fear that, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I could see an avenue where people do get concerned about that. Yeah, for sure. And at what point, you know, computers are a wonderful thing, but you still can't 
replace that human connection. Yeah. Well, and, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, please. I, well, one of the things that I, I think about is is that it's one of the reasons that I say all of the time that we need to be much more intentional as a culture, as you know, a society, and use our phones, use our computers mm-hmm. as tools, as opposed to people who are becoming tools of the, com- the computer or the phone. And yeah. I mean, that's where, when you see people who are so drawn in, that's when you start going, oh my God, who's the mindless drone again? Exactly. Uh, it's, it's often us. So Well, absolutely. You look at people in, in an airport, like I'm, yes. I'm traveling this week, and I really try not to get out my phone. I, I, I really don't when I'm walking so- somewhere. Sure. Because I find it ridiculously annoying <laughs> because people are not aware of their surroundings. Okay. They are just so just into their phones and man, I I've, I've said this on this podcast probably a dozen times by now. The phone that I hold in my hand, that's for my convenience, not anybody else's. Right. And I decide I'm not that addicted to it, right? I right. could put it in my pocket and I'll check it when I check it. I don't need to be notified of every Facebook post, every email, mm, every yeah. Twitter tweet, every you know, Pinterest pin or whatever. whatever. Yeah. So I think, I think a lot of it falls on us and, you know, unfortunately computers and social media, we've talked about that, but also the artificial intelligence, it feeds into the dopamine part of our brain for sure where it's like, man, that's great. Figure that out. Cool. (laughs) But I'm, I'm still freaked out by this website. Oh dude. I I actually, I've stopped looking at it because I won't be able to concentrate the rest of the podcast. (laughs) But I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, I don't, I would love to hear what our, our listeners think about how artificial intelligence is going to, uh, to impact our industry. We've all, we've talked about virtual reality and and that's here. And I know Granada uses a lot of that. Speaking of Eric Granada, who's just brilliant. By the way, if you don't know Eric Granada at Robin Promotions, you need to, because that guy is, uh, I guarantee you, whatever room you're in, he's now the smartest person in that room. <laughs> yeah, he's a sharp um, guy, and, and he's funny as all get out too. But I'm sure I, I you know, I he will figure out a way to 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 use artificial intelligence because he's already figured out a way for virtual reality. Yeah. So. Well, that's cool, man. This is a, that's well, a really cool website. It's creepy. Yeah. Okay. All right, Kirby. All right. Hit me. Hit me with a topic from up there in Cleveland area, Ohio. Okay, cool. Um, so I got one, and then if, if we have time, I got another kooky one. But I'll go to this one first. Go. So the retail apocalypse is ah. all anybody is talking about, right? Yep. Um, this was a topic that I pulled earlier this week. Um, I think it was uh, was the L Brands, Victoria's Secret stores. They uh-huh. closed 53 stores. J.C. Uh-huh. Penney closed like 18 stores. That's more and more. And I always know there's a real trend when my wife starts talking about it because she's like, okay. she's like, oh my gosh, boy, retail stores are really taking a hike. And so I'm curious to see how this might affect our industry, or mm-hmm. if it will at all. If mm-hmm. um, if it's going, if there's a trickle down effect to this, because obviously retail is very much more brick and mortar. That's not always sure. the case with us. Right. Is there going to be an effect on our industry? And is that effect good or bad? So when you're, I'm just making sure I understand the question yep. you're asking, does the way retail is struggling, better term, traditional retail is, is struggling, maybe even dying. How will that impact our industry? Is that the question? That is the question. All right. So I am now opening my bottle of tear sucker and freshening my beverage, Kirby. Uh, well, good for you. And I actually have a thought on this if you want me to jump no, in. No, I'm good. Okay. No, I'm good. You just want more to drink. Got it. I, how, how dare you, sir? <laughs> so 
I here I I've always thought this. So retail isn't dying, it's shifting. Right. Okay. Retail is very much alive. Why don't you ask all the people who own Amazon shares? Trust me, retail is very much alive. It's just not the retail we grew up with. Right. I think what people want, and I think we've touched on this before, people want a frictionless transaction. Right. I, I know I've been beating that drum for several years now. Sure. Part of friction has become going to a store. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I first started buying things online, I was always comfortable buying hard goods or things. The one thing I always held back on was clothing. Right. Right. Because I, you know, we're all odd shot sizes. There's no, you know, there's a couple of people who are, you know, perfect smalls or perfect mediums, so on and so forth. But I never wanted to buy a pair of jeans and like, okay, I'll try 18 pairs on. <laughs> right. Because I mean, that's what happens, right? You go to a store, you try 18 pairs on, you buy the one that you like. <laughs> But it's gotten so easy with Amazon, I'm okay ordering four pair of jeans and returning the three I don't want because it doesn't cost me anything. And it's easier than going to Kohl's or another big box store. So how it will impact our industry? Again, I think it just goes back to people want convenience. Right. And if you find ways to make it easy for people to get what they want, I don't think it's any different now than it was 100 years ago. Mm. Our job, when we are selling to consumers, right? We, you are, Cosman Marketing is a B two C company. Yep. Your job is to make it easy for your customers to get what they want. Now that may vary from customer to customer. Right. Not every customer wants online. They want easy. They may want you to handle it all. Right. right? But that's not online. It's really, it really comes down to knowing your customer mm-hmm. and going where you think. They're going. So if you watch trends in retail, so the trends in retail are, you know, Sears is just about out of business. Mm-hmm. JCPenney's, like you said, JCPenney's shutting their doors uh, on many stores. Uh, same thing with L Brands, you know, Victoria's Secrets. Malls, you know, you and I grew up in a, in a mall era. Malls right. are dying. Yeah, it's, they're, it's, they're, a, it's weird. It's very weird, yeah. right? I mean, we used to go to the mall and hang out for hours, right. right? But it's dying. People just don't want that experience anymore. So you have to... It's it's the old football analogy. Throw the ball where the receiver is about to be. Right. And if you look at retail, and our industry follows retail. We're, we're behind, but we always follow retail. People want easy. Right. So figure out for your clients how to make it easy. What do you think, Kirby? So my take on it is, I, and I think it's already started to affect us. I think the... Um, the idea of retail and the traditional retail, like we're talking about, the bricks and mortar have been affected so much that I think brands have really started to understand the value of our industry. For years and years and years, there were about two brands that actually wanted to play in promo, right? Yep. Nike and Adidas or whatever, right? right? And right. now all of a sudden, those brands need us, right? And I think it's interesting because I think it's elevating the – um, overall value of what we bring to market because all of yeah. a sudden, you know, we, you know, the 23, 24, 25 billion dollar industry, whatever the, yeah. the number of the week is, um, <laughs> I, I think it's one of those things where our value is, is to those brands has really mm-hmm. elevated. And I mm-hmm. think it's, it's also then made us go, 
oh, okay, we can actually have the conversation, right? Yeah. Yeti, vacuum-sealed tumblers. You right. want this, you want that. We're, we're able to fulfill all those needs because retail is playing in our sandbox really much more um, uh, ubiquitously than in the past. So no, no that's question. my take. I, no, I agree. I actually agree 100% with you. They figured out that, hey, this is a channel mm-hmm. or we can grow sales in a very cost-effective way. Okay. Right? I mean, there's no brick and mortar. Right. There, there's a sales force built in because you have world-class distributors who are willing to sell your name brand product. I mean, you know, it's amazing the shift our industry has gone under the past 50 years yeah. when famous brands would use, you know, the, the whatever line and this line and that line because they didn't want their name associated with uh, promotional products. They didn't want their logos on stuff. Right. They were okay to sell it, but they just want anybody to know about it. And so I, I do love that shift. Yeah. And I do think more and more that's going to happen. And that's what, you know, you look back on, I remember when I got in the industry, Kirby, 2000 is when I joined the industry. Okay. And at that time, leads in Gemline were very similar organizations okay. to my mind. Yeah. Okay. A lot of bags. You know, but, you know, competing organizations and, and they are all both wonderful in their own ways in 2000. But Leeds made a decision to start aligning themselves with name brands. Right. Very early on. And that has paid off in spades for them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I, don't, don't you agree? Do you agree? I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I again, I don't know the inside and out of that. And I would say that uh, Gemline, like you said, is a great company and, mm-hmm. and whatever. But I think they just chose different paths. But you're the, right. When I think of leads, I definitely think more brand name. No, absolutely. And, and Gemline has done that too. And a lot of other companies have done that as well. And it's, again, I'm not, I'm not castigating anybody mm-hmm. here. I'm just saying they chose to kind of right. double down on brands. Early on. And it was Sierra Nevada and uh, Eleven and and several other name brands in the Cutter and Buck. They, they sold Cutter and Buck towels. That's right. Pro towels. And their growth has been exponential. Gemline has grown as well, but I don't think they've experienced the wild growth that Leeds has. And I would say that they I view them as very different companies now. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way at all. It's right. just very different. And I think there's where you see the retail impact, mm, right? Yeah. And I, you've got to see this. In your world, I think your customers want more retail brands. Right. Yeah, I would say so. I, and I always say, and you and I have talked about this before. I think yeah. our our market tends to be at the tail end of the snake. Yeah. Um, but I think, and it depends on the level of who I'm, you know, in the organization who I'm selling to. Mm-hmm. But the irony with me is there are certain brands where I'm like, okay, yeah, Nike, Under Armour, Callaway. Right. You pick those and you say, absolutely, I'm I, I'm 100% behind them. I like them. The yeah. Yeti brand is a great example of something that I talk people out of all the time. Right, because I'm like it's absurdly priced, and the competitors are just as good. Whereas a lot of the name brands, when it comes to apparel, there's some great stuff out there, but I do see a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally know what you mean, and this is why, you know, one of the one of the things that is genius about Origadio and Jason mm, Lucas yeah. and, and Mike Simzak, and I worked with them back in my brand of eight days when they were having the conversation, and I was part of the conversation. Do do we? as Oregadio, put our name on every product. Mm-hmm. And I was, hell yes. Yeah. Absolutely you do because you build a name brand, 
the best thing a supplier could ever hope for is an end user say, I want one of those yes. Org Audio speakers. I want an Org Audio backpack. I want a Nike this. I want an Under Armour that. Yeah, and that happens more than you think. Oh, it happens yeah. all the time. And by the it, way, it, with it, crappy brands. Absolutely. <laughs> like with absolutely. brands that you're like, really? You want that? No you're calling it out by name? You know, absolutely. So, I, you know, the distributors who get all kind of butthurt a little bit about – about, well, I can't believe they put their name on the packaging and they put their name on the actual product. Hey, you know what? If it's a quality product, you want that name on there. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, that's going to help you get a reorder. That's going to help you get a sale. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm on you. I'm on All on. right. You said you had another quick topic. Do you yeah. want to go ahead and fire that up real quick? Yeah. So this one's kind of kooky. I've been meaning to bring it up for a couple of times. I've even thought about writing a blog post and I'm like, you know, a kooky topic like this deserves unscripted. By the way, I like the word kooky. Yes. Good, good, nice. Yeah, thanks. So here's my – I want to throw this out, and I want you to push back or agree, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I have decided that I think that we as a culture need mm -hmm. to start treating politics more like sports. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you a couple reasons why I think this, okay? I'm all ears. So number one, I think great sports fans – tend to get their information from more than one media outlet, right? You might like ESPN, but you might like mm -hmm. Fox Sports. You might like somebody in Nashville. You might like something even more local than that, right? Okay. So you have multiple voices, multiple sports. Okay. Um, I think that, um, let's see, we tend to discuss sports with facts. You, 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 and what I mean by that is you ever notice that, like, you know, if you're comparing LeBron to Michael Jordan, people be like six championships versus number of sport, number of scoring, blah blah blah. But they, you may have emotional attachment to those things, but it's still based in fact. It's no, if, quantifiable, it, right? If you throw out something that is blatantly untrue, mm -hmm. even on social media, you're going to get buried. Yeah. And let me just tell you, in politics, people throw out shit that's just so false <laughs> all the time mm -hmm. without researching it, and it just happens. Nobody, you know what I mean? It it, it doesn't get buried so discussing yeah. with facts i think that's um really good okay. i think we tend to celebrate wins of other people in sports mm -hmm. right like if a mid-major makes it to the sweet 16 like mm -hmm. most of the country is kind of excited about that if they like the underdog right well but if a uh, a senator from new hampshire writes a piece of legislation that does good for the environment regardless mm -hmm. of whether they're an r or a d that's good mm -hmm. right mm-hmm and then my final thought about this, and it has to do more with swag. So jerseys, when someone's a super passionate, say, football fan, and they are wearing a football jersey, right? Mm -hmm. I actually love that because it means that I will never try and have a reasonable sports discussion with them. They're wearing a marker that tells me they're unreasonable. Right. And I think we need that for politics. So <laughs> I think that the Make America Great Again hat is the closest thing we have to that. Okay. That is not a, a knock on those folks. It's just that I'm not going to have a bipartisan conversation with them because they've, they're wearing a marker that says you can't do that. Okay. I would like for the left to do the same thing. I would like you to wear a button that says I'm not reasonable. So those are the reasons I would like to treat politics in America like sports. Okay. Your thoughts. So, um, I'm, I'm, there's a lot to unpack <laughs> right. here. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. This is not a quick topic. Nice try. But I'll make it quick as I can. Here, here are my thoughts. Um, 
to me, I, I'm going to try to, because we don't have a bunch of time. Okay, sorry. Um, no, 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 no. Um, but let me just distill this down to a very simple perspective. There are people who have worldviews, and there are pe- you know, pe- everybody has worldviews, and everybody has opinions. Mm. Worldviews can't be changed. Opinions can. Hmm. Um, I have a worldview that Van Halen is the greatest American rock and roll band, and that is my worldview. You can tell me Aerosmith, you can tell me Beach Boys, you can tell me whatever. It's not going to change my mind. That is my worldview. Okay. Right? I might be, but I have an opinion that Eddie Van Halen is one of the top five guitar players of all time. That's an opinion. It's not a worldview. I that's a discussion point, and I can I like having those type of discussions with people. Well, did you think about Eric Johnson or Stevie Ray Vaughan or Joe Satriani or whomever? I guess when I hear what you said, and and I I get your perspective. I'm not sure I agree with it, and okay. I'm not sure I disagree with it. Okay. What I what I wish is that. And again, we're, you know, sports is a very different type of stakes than how the country is run. And as we are not run or you know is uh, governed, okay. I guess is the best way to look at it. Um, two different stakes, right? It, it, you know, if the Browns lose sixteen games again next year, <laughs> yeah, it sucks, but life goes on. Sure. If if, if whomever is in power in Congress and at the executive branch does something that causes a war, that's a very different thing, right? That's a far more impactful thing. Mm -hmm. So I I think I have a hard time uh, kind of comparing the two. Mm. What I will say is I wish people would be more open to respectful discourse. Sure. And that can be both with sports and with politics. Um, I, boy, I, I feel like I'm being the worst fence rider in the world, and I don't mean <laughs> to be, because I can give you all sorts of opinions. I just, I don't know. I think, I think it's too complex because it's you're comparing apples to figs, okay. for lack of a better term. But I, I do get your point. I do get your point. I don't want to argue with someone who that their worldview is that either Donald Trump is the greatest president in the world or the worst president in the world. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have I don't want to have that argument. I don't right. have the discussion. There's no point in it. So to your point, people who have those type of feelings about politics, I don't want to have those discussions. But it's the same thing if someone decide, says, "Hey, the Los Angeles Chargers are the most successful sports organization on the planet." If they really believe that, that's their worldview. Nothing I'm going to say is going to change that. <laughs> and I think that's what it – you know, I just wish we were more respectful sure. with that stuff. Um, so I get, I do get your point. i just not sure because I see people fighting over sports too. Sure. Sure. Well, it was a take. I It's a good one. I no, it's good. I appreciate your, your uh, feedback on it. I, I look, this is what is good about – our chemistry and our oh, relationship. Yeah. We agree a lot, and sometimes we disagree. Yeah. I have no idea where you're coming from here. I don't get it. But I have a feeling you probably have thought this through more than I have. And so I respect <laughs> – but I respect what you have to say. I really do. Yeah, absolutely. I do get your – I get your perspective. Cool, man. You know, you know who else I respect, Kirby? Who's that, Bill? That'd be the good, 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 good goods. Is that seven goods? Mm-hmm. That'd be the seven goods at Gold Star. Mm. You know, I don't think people realize they are more than just writing instruments. They carry the top products 
categories for promotional products. You know, we've, we've talked about the writing instruments. 89% of consumers own a promotional writing instrument. Okay. Um, hey, there's, a, there's an opportunity for you, promotional product salesperson. Right. They have hundreds of on-trend, in-demand writing instruments to make sure your clients and their customers are always going to have a branded pen on hand. I mean, who doesn't like a branded pen? I'm sure you're like I do. You go to a restaurant and they bring you the check. Don't you always like to see what kind of pen they drop off? 100%. And it's never a, a unbranded pen you'd get at a big box office store. Right. right? It's always branded. They've got those full-color wraparound imprints on slim and large barrel pens. But why why leave a business card and a promo flyer when you can create a business card and a promo pen that can be used and shared? You can put your business information on a writing instrument, right? For sure. It's very easy. They've got that free full-color design backgrounds for simple color. Uh, the writing instruments on drinkware and stationery. Oh, and you know they have bags too, so you could kit all of that together. And here's the best thing. USA made drinkware full color to impress your customers. Totally. We all like American made things and they do such a great job at Gold Star. So why don't you go ahead and sign up for a free Simplicity Starter Kit online at goldstarpens.com slash unscripted. Hey, Kirby, yes. let's get branding. All right. Let's get branding. Let's go. All right. I like it. Okay. Gold, goldstarpens.com slash unscripted. You won't be sorry you did. Kirby, are you ready for a rousing round of fill-in-the-blank? Yes, I, I believe I have some, some fill-in-the-blank for you. Do you have a theme? Yes, uh, kind of mornings. A morning morning is your theme, okay. okay. Go ahead. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, the best breakfast cereal is? Count Chocula, <laughs> sir. That is... That's the easiest question you've ever asked me. I knew Count you'd have Ch- an opinion. Oh, Count Chocula is such greatness. The chocolatey little bits of goodness and those marshmallows, man, they're so good with that milk. And it turns into chocolate milk at the end of that bowl. Man, it is nothing better than Count Chocula, sir. All right. That's nothing. good. Okay. Okay. Um, so my theme this week uh, for Fill in the Blank is robots, artificial intelligence, <laughs> and computers. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Blank is the household job you would eagerly have a robot do for you. Um, this time of year, I think it would be take out the trash. Actually, take out the trash or take the dog out. Either one of those okay. I would love because it has yeah. to do with walking out in five-degree weather right now. Um, the, I actually, when it comes to household chores, I, I don't mind them at all but the uh, right now i believe we have chronicled my disdain for winter and right now anything that will allow me to not go outside when it's five degrees i'm down with never has a person been so bitter about winter oh, than one kirby hossaman <laughs> and you know what's funny is i was yeah. actually feeling pretty good in february and then march rolled around mm-hmm. and for the last like five days it's been like five or ten degrees hey, in the morning hey. Same thing in Nashville. We oh. had a soccer we had a soccer tournament last weekend outside. It was a preseason tournament. Drew, um, my son Drew, is goalie for the junior varsity high school team. Yep, awesome. And yeah, it was great. Except that we had to be out there from seven in the morning till six thirty at night in forty three degree weather, no sun, in the wind at fourteen miles an hour. Happy Saturday, everybody! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty chilly. All right, Kirby, you got another one. <clears throat> All right, so I asked the best breakfast cereal, the worst. Yeah breakfast cereal is oh checks who eats that <laughs> crap the whole reason checks even exists is to make checks mix i want to know one person who actually has ever had checks as a breakfast 
vehicle. Yeah. That crap is horrible. There's weird check boxes. I, I don't even know what that crap is. Okay. Checks. Yeah, so and and I will tell you I have not had checks, so Exactly. I'm, I'm down. But you've had checks mix, which yeah. we all love. Yeah, right? sure. That's fine. Yeah. It's not a breakfast cereal. It's 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 checks mix, folks. Kirby. Okay. <laughs> the last time you used a folded map was blank. Ooh, that's a good one. Um I would say it's probably been 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. The, so the funny thing about me is I really liked maps. Like, oh, I love like, maps. Yeah, so so when I, we were on road trips, I remember even when I was a kid, like 16 years old, my dad, we'd be on our way to vacation, and we'd be driving down. I'd be sitting kind of navigating with him. I'm literally looking at the map the whole way down. I was just fascinated by the whole thing. And so I actually miss maps. <laughs> Like, oh, I, you know, so, same, same here. I love an atlas. Yeah. Nothing better than an atlas. And looking at, like, you know, they always had the city carved out, like the bigger cities and states carved out, and just looking and go, I, I don't know. I'm a dork like that, too. So yes. I, I'm all on board. Yeah. I So I agree with you that you're a dork. But the other piece I would say is that, that – <laughs> I walked right into that. Yeah, you kind of did. Um, but I will say that, like – when the GPS back to the AI discussion, when it yeah. decides you need to go a certain way, and you're like, "I don't want to go that way. I know there's another way." Right. I miss maps in those situations. I do too. Well, then there was a certain skill in plotting out a course on a map. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And that's a skill nobody under the age of 23 has. Yeah, for sure. All right, go ahead, Kirby. All right. So the thing about morning as a kid that you miss is. Oh, Kirby, that's an easy one. Saturday morning cartoons. Ooh, that's a good one. Saturday morning cartoons. Nothing better. And and I can tell you exactly. So I'd get up at, at like 6, 7 in the morning because I, I did love television as a child. Mm-hmm. And we would get, we had a TV room in our house. It was, it was technically a fifth bedroom, but we turned it into our TV room. Okay. And I would lay on the couch. I would have my sleeping bag there. I would turn it upside down. So it was essentially a blanket. Okay. But, you know, unzipped. So, but I'd watch Super Friends, Grape Ape, um, you name it, man. I was all about Saturday morning cartoons. So, from seven till about 11 every Saturday morning as a kid, I'd watch those things. I might doze in and out here and there, but, man, I love that. And, and I, my kids never got to experience that. Like, they didn't have the Saturday morning cartoons like we did. Yeah. No, that's fair. They had the Cartoon Network all the live long day. Well, yeah, that's the thing. But, I mean, you had to – it was appointment TV to see – I want to see what Zan and Jaina and the Wonder Twins were up to on the Super Friends. For sure. Kirby, the percentage of time you get annoyed when AI anticipates what you're typing on a computer oh, is blank. 100% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it pisses me off to no end. If it does. I, if, like, I, I don't mean duck. Um, like if I'm typing something, I'll just type it. Please don't no. get in my way. I have autocorrect completely off. It drives me crazy when I try to type on my my kids or or wife's phone, and it's like telling me what I want. I'm like, no, I don't want. Um, so no, I do not enjoy that feature at all. I I, I am very intentional about what I type. Leave me be. I love it. I agree with you, by the way. <clears throat> yeah. So. Now that we've talked about cereals, best and worst, the things mm-hmm. that you miss, what's the worst thing? The worst thing about mornings today is? I, it's the one time of day I feel my age. Um, so mm. I, I, 
throughout the summer last year, I worked out every day, and then I slacked. I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you. Right. I, you know, I am a uh, – so we always talk about being transparent on this podcast. Sure. So the fall was very stressful for me. Um, I didn't get up and work out like I like to do because I do like the ritual. Mm-hmm. And I'm a stress eater. That's just me. Some people are stress starvers. I'm a stress eater. So I gained weight. Mm-hmm. And so I'm back working out every day. And I've cut a lot of stuff out of my diet. And I'm, I'm starting to feel better, which is great. But that morning when my alarm goes off at 4.30 in the morning, which it does every day right now, it I feel old. Mm-hmm. Um, getting out of bed, you just feel creaky. Yeah. Right? And and it's it's one of those weird concessions to age. My brain still tells me I'm 19. <laughs> My body's very quick to put a kibosh on that. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Kirby, blank is the year computers will become self-aware and destroy humanity. <laughs> um, let's see. If I live to... I'm trying to think of when I'm dead. Um, let's go 2222. 20 I don't what what does that yeah. even mean 22 yeah that would be 2002 that would have been no 22 uh, 22 oh 22 22 I thought you meant just 22 I'm yeah. sorry yeah, yeah. so 2222 it's a weird number I'm like I'm making this All up right. I well, I don't think it's going to happen so your 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 thing just sent me into deep hypnosis <laughs> so let's do a little rapid fire I want to talk about famous robots Kirby awesome. you know how this works I'm going to give you two choices two choices only you just pick the one you like I don't care what the explanation is in fact I don't even want to hear the explanation there is no wrong answer Kirby and uh-huh. where, app- where applicable I will explain where the robot comes from are you ready sir sure R2-D2 or three CP- or uh, C-3PO uh, R2-D2 Rosie the robot made from the Jetsons or robot from Lost in Space um, uh, the Jetsons. Rosie the Robot. Yes. Nice. Wally or Mega Man? Wally. Kit from Knight Rider Ooh. or Tweaky from Buck Rogers? Ah, Kit. Data from Star Trek The Next Generation or Robbie the Robot? Data. Hal 9000 or Robocop? Robocop. From one of my favorite shows. Absolutely love this show. Um... Calculon or Bender? Um, <laughs> Bender. I have no idea what you're talking Good call. about. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, Terminator. T1, T-1000 or T-101? T-101. Marvin the Paranoid Android from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or Optimus Prime from Transformers? Optimus Prime. Nice. Crow T Robot or Tom Servo, both from Mystery Science Theater 3000. Tom Servo. Nice. That uh, Wow, you're doing great. I got to be honest with you. You're doing well. Okay. Rock'em Sock'em Robots or Mr. Roboto from Styx? Ooh. I'm going, ah, Rock'em Sock'em, I think. Good. Uh, By the way, that is correct. If you had said Mr. (laughs) Roboto from Styx, you would have been wrong. Even though there are no wrong answers. And you know who else doesn't have a wrong answer, Kirby? Who's that, Bill? That'd be the good people at Bam Bams, and especially when it comes to their custom headwear program. We talked about it at the top of the podcast. Fully custom caps designed by either your team or their team. Doesn't matter. They're going to have it delivered to your customer in 30 days or less from sample approval. Stalker Custom, let Bam Bams be your first and only thought for custom headwear. Kirby, thank you so much for doing this deep night unscripted for me, with me, to me, all those things. (laughs) 
Um, that that's the most awkward dismount in the history of ever. Uh, I hope you feel better. I hope the weather warms up in Ohio. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.